Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was fanatic. I'm like, what is the next question? What's the next question for Patrick? And I'm sorry to all the callers we missed because there were a lot of callers that but Called it seems in. like that Amadex is the stuff to have. Amadex. But you could go. And we posted his website, Laundry yes. Evangelist, and he has a lot of these kinds of tips. Where and where you can eat, so you can get in touch with him. He's so yeah. accessible as a Laundry Evangelist. Yeah. He really, he really has an oxygen bleach is the other key one. Yeah. And you can buy. And he the, has the pure stuff at his store. You gotta know exactly. how to use it, and so he, he, you can get some help there at his website. And even if you go into Mona Williams, he's there a lot of the times. Like, yes. I went in there, and he was there, and I had some questions. I bought all this stuff, and he answered them right there for me. So, Mona Williams, Mall of America, you can get all this stuff, and you might even run into him there. Right. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, I was curious. So last night I met Bolene and my, you know, my, my girl, Lacey, she's like, I want to go to Beyonce, but I'm intimidated to even like get, figure out how to stand in line, you know, for tickets. And I said, she said that whole, everything I read about Taylor Swift and I wasn't in line for that. You know, she said, but, um, she was like getting all like nervous about it. And I said, well, you just, you want, they've, they're doing it a different way. Beyonce's, People have held Ticketmaster's feet to the fire, and you just got to trust me that they're doing it in a different way, but you have to become a verified fan. Yes, You know, they are trying to not have scalpers have all the tickets. They want, and that's what they call it, verified fan. And it's like, and I was explaining to her, and then she just said, fine, I'll do it, I trust you. But then GMA this morning, they put, I think it was Lara who did the work on this, But it was because that is the big thing is like, you do not want to, okay, the Taylor Swift people, but and then they just had the hearings. This is a huge test for them, the way that they're doing it. So they did a pretty good job of explaining yeah. that at GMA. So okay. if you were like having doubts about getting in line and doing it. Uh, this this is worth listening to. This morning, Beyonce fans buzzing after this announcement on her Instagram page reading simply Renaissance World Tour 2023, generating nearly 8 million likes and counting the tour running from May to September. High demand forcing Ticketmaster to take measures to avoid a Taylor Swift-style debacle. Last November, the ticket behemoth canceling sales for Swift's tour after the Ticketmaster site crashed during the pre-sale. Even Congress getting involved, a bipartisan committee looking into the widespread outages and hours-long wait times. Ticketmaster should look in the mirror and say, I'm the problem. It's me. Ticketmaster (laughs) blaming bots for the issue. 
Overnight, the company's saying they have instituted new policies to ensure fans are able to purchase the Beyonce tickets. They're implementing rolling sales dates. You must sign up as a verified fan, which will discourage bots and ticket resellers. A lottery-style process will determine which fans get unique access codes and be placed on the wait list. Okay, so if you are interested, make sure to register very soon, like right now, because some cities like Chicago and Las Vegas are set to close today. And after Sunday, these tickets will likely be even more in demand. Beyonce set to have a huge night at the Grammys, nine nominations, oh, including album of, of the year. Right. She is on fire. So I'm so tempted. Okay, so as a verified fan, what, what they had... Uh, um, and, and I told you yesterday, do, we do this. Do this. Yeah. I said, this is all going to start happening. But for Minneapolis, she did that, get a little bit of that wrong. Minneapolis, I forget what other cities were, were in B. it, but we were in, there were three pods of cities. A, B, and C. Yes. And so if, if we get a golden ticket, Julia, with an access code, I'll be notified of that access code by email on Sunday, February 11th. And then when it opens on February twelfth, when the you know the I get yeah. in line, okay, with my access code, and you don't buy them until the thirteenth of February. So there are some cities that might be going on sale you before know, next different week. times. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, it just depends where you know. So when you get notified, so and- on Sunday I will be looking my email for Beyonce dot com, right? And uh, you know, getting my number, and then you know, I will make sure that I'm uh, available to, you know, buy tickets. You and Brooke, I know Brooke, I'm sure is working that day. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'll know. I, I know how to do it now. I've actually done it enough. You know, I did it with Pink. I've done it. I've you done have. it enough. But anyway, I'm glad I registered yesterday because who even knows if they're letting sure. how many people they're taking. But people, if you're listening, go do it right now. If go you do it go. right now right. if you haven't right. if you haven't done it. And even if uh, you know, because the thing is. I think, what did we say, that Huntington Bank Stadium, about 45000 It's not big. It's not even that big. Not I think even it's, that big. I think it's a little smaller than that. Let me look. Um, so that's where she's playing. Right. That's where we saw we her. It. In, it was 2016, and it was an incredible show, and we were way the hell up, and it didn't matter because didn't. it was so good. The sound oh, was yeah. so good. Fifty thousand. I was right. Yeah, yeah. fifty thousand. Yeah. It was a super fun night. Yeah, but, but like you guys really said, fun. it's really intimate. It's a it's a fifty thousand. But because they built that stadium so well, it, it's, it's, it's tight. Nice. Yeah, it's great it is. views. It's really nice. It's going to be good. summer. What night is it again? It's a Thursday, July twentieth. Oh, oh my gosh! How are you going to handle Madonna, Pink, and Beyonce within like three <laughs> and weeks? Ja- and Janet Jackson. And ja- Don't I mean, Janet. Yeah. and the boss. You're going to be tired. That's a lot for Julia, your birthday month, Julia. You know what? I I just. I feel like, you know, no big deal. I, I don't. This yeah. is your thing. This, this is, is what you thing. do. Yeah. Like it's my thing. thing. It is my thing. So do what anyway, you want to do. Ticketmaster, they've thought about this. They've come up with this whole system. And I would not be surprised if they're going to, I don't know, would they, would Beyonce.com, does she want to have everybody's emails for, for everyone in the world? Or do you think that they will limit how many people are going to be verified fans? I don't know. I don't know. You know, yeah, I don't know. It's all a mystery because of how you know. I've had to do so much other thinking today. I can't think of that one. <laughs> anyway, that's happening. And then uh, Madonna decided yesterday because you know Beyonce was in all Beyonce and you know Tom Brady. I guess if you're a sport. So anyway, Madonna did the 
um, Wednesday dance, but didn't do it to the, you know, the cramps, the goo goo muck. Who'd she do it to? One of hers? Oh, no, no, oh, you don't hers. look impressed. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I keep, I keep uh, waiting for the eyebrows to come back. I keep waiting for the one friend in her life <laughs> to just tell her, Madonna, you know, I know you're... Eyebrows frame the face. I know you're, and you're, uh, you're an icon and everything, but you, you, you got to have eyebrows, man. All right. With that, <laughs> we're going to come back with Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So, um, if you weren't in, uh, what, Puxatawney, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania this morning to see the Groundhog? I watched that movie this morning, Groundhog's Day. Oh, did you? (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) I did, yeah. That's a funny movie. Oh, it's great. Bill Murray's Um, classic in it. Ever since they came out in 1993, the Groundhog movie, they have gotten so many poor people that show up for... But does anyone ever hold that little Never. Groundhog beast to its... Uh, Listen, he saw a ever... shadow. But does anyone in six weeks from now, do they ever go, little Phil was right or wrong? What's the percentage? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I we just know. report... I mean, it's just It's reported. just a tradition. It's yeah. just like... It really, doesn't really mean anything. Nothing. Yeah. He saw a shadow. It's 50-50 chance. Winter will not be over here in six weeks. No. Oh, no. No. Oh. April always comes and bites us in the butt. Oh, it does. It Every does. year. Listen, if you're a fidgeter, uh, people who fidget burn an extra 350 calories a day. So, yep. you know, there's a little plus to that. You could work off 10 to 30 pounds a year mm-hmm. if you fidget and move yeah. around. Yeah. Hasn't worked for me. No, but you're not really a I'm fidgeter. I'm not a fidgeter. I'm not. Like your brother is a fidgeter. I have a sister oh, who's yeah. a fidgeter. They just can't. They can yep. I say, so nope. your other sister is a fidgeter. She's always yes, got to she be in right. motion. You're right. I have, you and I have no problem being relaxed. <laughs> really? Especially <laughs> with a good book. Yeah, oh my gosh, what can make you happier? Um, there's a little complainer survey out, adulting is hard. And um, <laughs> this is uh, done a new survey of Gen Zers and millennials. They're suffering from burnout because of all their adult responsibilities they have to deal with. Well, because they had helicopter parents mm-hmm. who did everything, and then they get turned out into the real world of adulting, and they realize how much adulting their parents did for them. It can be a real big oil change is number one. Yeah, I, uh, I think be I think one of the biggest things that's young people always you never know you learn this the hard way, but marriage is hard adulting. If you're not parenting is hard adulting too. Marriage is, I think, and I because I read the same study. I feel like that 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 like like over a third of married Gen Z and millennials who took cars said the hardest part of adulting was being married. And I thought because you got to think of someone else, huh? You got to think of someone else. (laughs) Compromise. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. It's not think all about, about you. Yeah, you don't think about when, that, and you certainly don't think about that when you're planning your big, beautiful day and your <laughs> wonderful honeymoon and this and that. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of things get that get lost in the shuffle. Oh, and, I'm an only child. I've been I've been oh. alone my whole life. Yeah. That is hard for oh, me to understand. Yes, sharing yeah. time is yes, tough. I believe it. Okay, so um, tell me if you guys think this is a do or a don't. Um, a naked Valentine's um, art museum scavenger hunt. In theory, this sounds fantastic. Yes. 
in reality, the statues are naked, not the people. Oh shoot! No. Well, okay. And fine. so you go around an yeah, art museum, and they have naked. different. Yeah. I, I was wondering if we were all naked, and the statues had clothes on. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. In yeah. theory, in theory, that in would theory. be good. I think this is kind of cute, but the visitor, the art's naked, and then they have little um, clues on different pieces in the art museum. I think it's a new way to get people in. No? Why yes. not? I kind of think it's, it's fun. A, it's a different kind of a date night. I think it's kind of fun. You no, know, I mean, I don't think it would be like a... Um, once once like a month? a first date. You no! Know, that would, like, I don't know, stone genitalia too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> stone. Oh, look okay. at those marble buttocks. Okay, I think you should write the first date Do, book. Yeah. Things you can't see and things you can't see. Stone. Marble genitalia, no. No, 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 no bueno. No bueno. Not no going to do. All right, so we finally, we've been hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing from Netflix how they're going to crack down. They finally have told us what they're going to do, and I, quite frankly, think it stinks. So oh, I'm, I'm sure it's so bad and dumb, they're going to end up reversing it. <laughs> well, one I of the things, know what it is. Because everyone is so portable these days, okay? So you use Netflix, you use it on your laptop, you can use it on your TV, you can we use it. We got for it in Beverly Hills. We did at our, at our um, because they don't have TV anymore, we had right. to use our own account at a I hotel. We said not to see all of our LA news people that we like on no, the local I, channels. I thought that was, I, I don't yeah. like that. And then like if you go to your cabin, I have it there. I mean, so what they're going to do now is you get to ensure uninterrupted access, which you already have. Um, <laughs> right. You, but they like to put that out there because they're um, going to ensure it now. Connect to the Wi-Fi at your primary location. And then you open up a Netflix app or website and um, watch something at least once every 31 days. And I don't know if you have to keep updating it, but basically if someone tries to hack your account, Netflix will prompt this user to try to sign into your account and they won't be able to have the access. But here's the clinch. If you're traveling and you want to open up your account in a hotel on a TV like what we were just asked, which is a new trend because they're not buying cable. They're just making you use your own streaming services. And bring your own cream yeah. and wash your own towels <laughs> and change your own beds. Yeah, come on. So you have to request a temporary code when you sign in and it gives you access for seven consecutive days. Oh. So every time, like if you have it at your cabin, you have to go up there, you have to ask for a code. Ah. Uh, that. We pay them a lot. It's up to, I think, 19 bucks a month. Yeah. Spendy. It's time that, to, that seems very inconvenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to ensure your uninterrupted you access. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they just, uh, why they have to make it be that difficult. Because they really, they, cause because they didn't even make like a gazillion dollars last year. account, it says Casey, mm-hmm. and then it says Nikki, the other right. user's name. I mean, just get rid of anybody who's not listed first. Just deny deny the second name. You're right about that. That would be a great way. I don't know why they just... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast podcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just don't do it that way. But you could have Casey and Lori in the same household. Who cares? Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, but their whole point is they only want one user logging in. I don't know why they just don't go in and just give the hammer. Oh, you know, only the first whoever the first icon is is good they, they get it that's how that's that's because probably that's who's paying for it whoever is the first icon they set it up it's their account and they're sharing the password so uh here's to you streaming company an idea for free <laughs> from yours truly Lori and julia and grant and the twin cities <laughs> just lop off guillotine the second, third, and fourth accounts. And don't make us do all this other hullabaloo. I know they aren't listening. No, I know, but thank it's you. too good easy. <laughs> but I mean, doesn't that seem... The, they know... Then you they don't, then how you, many you, accounts... They know already how many you're sharing with. So do the dirty work yourself, Netflix. Yeah, just cut off access. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, jeez. All right. There you go. Well, that was I'm fun. I'm sure I'm missing something, but, you know, I'm sure I'm missing a big... Step. I think it. I it's always think, easier said than done. Yeah. Right? Well, I I think in the younger exactly. generations, a lot of people watch Netflix on their laptops. So well, this isn't so big of a deal because you're always logging in well, and logging but what out. What if they do have a flat screen TV and they're going to go back and forth? They have to get two different logins because what if they're flying? Then oh, you yeah. got to get another exception. I mean, this is fakakta. Oh. That's the word I was thinking. It sounds like a lot of extra work, mm-hmm. a lot of extra work. And a lot of extra money and, to be made by them by doing this, let's well, be real. Well, I don't know. I think that they could just lose subscribers for a while. They might, but I feel like the amount of people sharing this stuff is going to, they're going to, re- I personally think they're going to reap the benefits. As much of a headache it seems like. You think people will sign up on their own? I think, well, they're going to have to because people are addicted to these shows and these, you know, you know certain series and they're not you know unless you do the free trial for a week but i feel like netflix is getting away from that by doing these slow releases versus the big release so you can't do the free trial i don't know right i see what you're saying they don't do that like the streaming services entice you for a month or a week i might do it i might do a little um all i know is we have the original netflix account and i think netflix account i think just casey's daughter Uses. That's the only other name I see pop up. I think you'll be okay with that. I don't have anybody. But oh, me. you don't? Mm-mm. Yeah, I think you might be okay with one extra household. I thought that that might be okay. No. not They're not allowing at no. all. No. One. All right. One, one IP it. address. That's yes, it. Yes. That's well, why then, I said they could do it. Then they're going to make a ton of money off of this. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that's why they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. But they're telling out. us it's for us to ensure your uninterrupted access. Thank you, like PR. Mm-hmm. Thank you, put your put PR department at Netflix. Right. You are wrong. You're costing us all a lot of money, and you're going to make a lot of money of it, and it's okay. There we go. That's how business works. Mm-hmm. I'd love it. Last night, and they're like, Lori, you didn't do that that arm strap thing, did you, at that one oh, class of yours? Right. Because the one time I did arms and strap, and I had to bowl, I was, uh, the, your I bowling to, athlete was hurting. I remember. So yesterday, I just did the reformer and the chair. Oh, and I just I'm love so it jealous. so I'm so much. jealous. You get it for but such my, a good the, price. Mm-hmm. Colleen comes over and she's like kind of 
I always... Is she chance, a Pilates girl? Yeah. Okay. I, any chance I get to put that rubber ball under my neck because I cannot... Um, she goes, oh, your neck is so tense. She says, well, you have to listen to the the body of the day. And if your neck is talking to me, and I look at her, I said, my <laughs> neck talks to me every day. I, I don't know. I don't know what to listen to anymore. Did she say listen to the body part of the day? Body of the day, yeah. <laughs> okay, that is so funny. Isn't that? And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to ignore my neck. It's always talking to me. And it's always saying basically. Ouch. Yeah, it hurts. But we were just laughing about it. But. Yeah, I do love that little squishy ball, um, you know, bracing my neck as I'm raising my legs and straps and trying to dress circles. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is such a good workout. It, it, you know what? I, I feel it like is, it is um, helping your core. Your I don't know what I feel like it's, it's, it's helping, but I guess I your hips. Yeah, yeah. It's a big. When I remember, I was a certified Pilates yes, instructor for were, a week. Julia. I taught one free former class and couldn't do it. And can I tell you what uh, your your bowling athlete friend is doing now that I've got an oh, clearly yeah. established pattern? I suck the first game. I have a great second game, and I suck the third game. All right. But last night, when the guy who was just kicking my butt all night long, Steve, <laughs> and after like maybe my second ball, he goes, "So wait, your arm hurts and your eyes you can't see." <laughs> he goes, "So your arms hurt and your eyes hurt," and I go, "That all sounds way." That sounds worse than I intended. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can't see and way. I can't throw. And my arm hurts. Mm-hmm. But seriously, this dry oh. eye, uh, the stuff that I got going on, it was. Oh. It was, it was cloudy, kind of as I was bowling. Hmm. I basically can't see because it's just. Cloudy. So you couldn't see the little arrows on I the floor? I couldn't see my arrows or the uh, oh. things. So anyway, but finally, Terrible. finally, I gathered um, my sixth sense, my bowling athlete sixth okay. sense, and positioned my feet, thank you very much, and started, you know, being able to make up for the fact that my... You can't see or I throw. can't see. It kind of feels like windchill, <laughs> like I've got like the defogger on. I wonder what other people I mean cuz this dry eye cuz it well, happens. I'm, I'm I'm halfway through the uh, trial period. The trial the, period of the okay. legendary nasal spray that might okay. be working. But are, anyway. are you getting the halo effect on everything too? Where uh, like oh, the halo? No, remember when it, she no, had that? You know what happens when you have dry? Yeah, okay. we're aging right in front of right, everybody. Right. We really are. No, but when your eyes are dry, they constantly water. Yeah, that's got to be miserable. So that is the conundrum of the dry eye because they always just look well. They're overwatering because they're just those little babies are. Dwarfed. Can I feed you an image right now, Lori? Because yeah. this reminds me very much of when we went to the Grandview Theater with my mom, and my mom would show up in Snoopy goggles <laughs> because she would because she would rock outside. Uh, you know, from her car, wherever it was, and but it was a, would he, they would start watering. So here is my mom and her Snoopy goggles well, coming around the corner. Those goggles, the swimming goggles. So Lori's going to start being walking around here in her, her speedos to protect it from the wind. Oh, I remember you're like your mother and her goggles, and I'm like, oh, it's better my. than my mom used to wear her glasses, and then 
it used to be in the olden days, not the, but whatever, you'd have a a lens of uh, a sunscreen, like a sunglass is rolled up like a film. Film, and you can roll roll it over 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 your other glasses. Her glasses. And I'd be like, Mom, I'm so embarrassed. And then I find myself (laughs) doing the double glasses myself and doing all the other things. But anyway, I just am thinking, when you start walking around like Snoopy and the Red Baron with your goggles. I know it. Uh, uh, Please put a hat on me with it. That has ear flaps. That's all I ask. Put me in a, at least a, uh, some kind of a bomber hat. And so a I cute outfit. Apart and get me a jaunty scarf. Damn it. And if people look at me wrong, I'll say I'm Snoopy the Flying Baron. What are you looking at? Oh, my okay, gosh. So this is kind of a funny story. Okay. Um, you know, Shania Twain has her first album coming out. She's also coming to town. In a long town. time. And she's oh, coming right. to town. That's another one. And Sam, Sam Smith. Smith. Oh, God. I know, seriously. We have so many concerts to go to, but she is, so the album, I think, drops in March. It's called Queen of Me. We've heard two songs, Waking Up Dreaming and Giddy Up, and it all sounds good. It does sound So she's like, I'm like so happy for her because, you know, there is something about getting to the bleep at 50s that is incredibly liberating that if you are in mortal terror of turning, turning 50, really don't worry. My Aunt Claudia was right. They are the they the F at fifties are the best, the most fun. And anyway, and people just get I think feel better and better about themselves as they get into yeah. their fifties. I mean you you're really more comfortable do. in your you're, skin. You're very acceptable. You're accepting of other people. You don't get hung up on really much of anything. You're more fun to be around. This is of course all you know, I hope that you're on top of your lady or manly hormones because that can make a difference. But she, I feel like, feels like queen of the world. Her name of her album is Queen of Me. And she was on with um, Apple Music Zane Lowe to talk about the album. And she, he asked her if she'd ever met Prince. And she said, she said, well, actually, I missed out on recording with Prince because he called me when I got divorced. Oh. And we're on the phone, and he said, Shania, why don't you come to Paisley Park? I oh. want to make the next Rumors album with you. Oh. And she said, and that was the weirdest thing he could have ever said to me because Mutt's standard and Robert Mutt, you know, he produced her big two albums mm-hmm. or whichever and ones her, they were. And her ex-husband. Her ex-husband. Yeah. His standard on where he thought I could live as a standard was that one day you'll make an album as good as Rumors. Oh, that's wild. Wow. And Prince she said, said that. that. Prince said that to me. And, of course, you know, Rumors, It you know. That was the album. That was everything. It's still one of the best albums. Multiple romantic breakup happened within Fleetwood Mac. So she was caught off guard by Prince's reference. And she said, when he said that to me, I'm like, ah, man, I'm not even divorced yet. I've been dumped, but there's no divorce yet. This is way too ironic what you're saying. And, and she turned him down and she told Zane, she said, I'm such a major, major Prince fan. But she said, I lost my voice. Yeah. We, we did everything together. He found the songs. We did the, Anyway, she said, I was so far from finding my voice, I'd been dumped. I was too insecure to go into a studio with Prince and write about my feelings. 
Wow. And I was too insecure in every way. Oh, oh, talk no. about time, poor right. time. 2008. This oh. was 2008. And you are, because he dumped her for her assistant. I know. And neighbor and, and her neighbor good friend. And neighbor and good friend. And their kid was like, what? I don't even know. Six, mm. seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, and then she also said, you know, because he wasn't done talking to talking to her. And another time she was on the phone with him. And... I'm swearing like I always do, which I didn't know Shania was a big swearer. And he says to me, well, if you do decide to come to Paisley Park, there's no swearing allowed here. She said, so that was another strike I eventually oh. had. Oh, she said, interesting. Like, He's a Jehovah cool. Witness. Right. She said, I recalled. I'm like, oh, no, I love you so much. And she told Prince, I don't think I could get through writing and recording an album without swearing somewhere along the way. What are you going to do to me if I swear? Do I have to go stand in the corner or something? And she just said, I just wasn't ever really Hmm. sure between I didn't feel ready and the swearing. They never did it. And, you know, she said, I didn't give up that one day we would do it. But when he did pass away, I knew that we would never do it. And also a way of making her feel brave, too. So it was just a great story that she shared. I hadn't heard that story. He's sharing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she's she written yeah. a lot of the songs. And then I did a little deep dive for you guys, mm-hmm. courtesy of Thank You Billboard magazine. You know, the song that is getting the Stranger Things effect, like Running Up the Hill, Kate Bush. Yeah. Or yeah. The, yeah. the Linda Ronstadt. The Linda Ronstadt song. Uh, let me tell you the story about the Linda Ronstadt song that was featured in The Last of Us third episode. It's called Long, Long Time. It was her breakthrough hit in 1970. But she did not write that song. A guy named Gary Wright, White, wrote it. So he'll be making all the money and... She can do interviews via email because she's got like a Parkinson's she has thing. Parkinson's and so Billboard ex- asked her what she thought about it, and she said, "I still love that song, and I'm very glad Gary will get a windfall." And um, she hadn't seen the episode yet, but she heard about it when her manager told her after a friend told him. And la- March of 2021, Linda Ron said sold her um, master recordings to her uber manager his his music yeah. group she was so happy about it you know that and she never had the recording rights to this song oh, okay. that was capital records but she didn't write it and um but the hbo placement notoriety will help her upcoming project which is a planned biopic with james keach who produced her documentary, documentary the sound of my voice and so she's never owned the master for a long, long time. And it was her first Billboard hit, though, in 1970, and it peaked at number 25. It was on the um, charts for 12 weeks, and she met the songwriter through this guy who took her to Cafe A Go-Go in Greenwich Village to see Gary White performing. And after the show, Gary played me long, long time, and I wanted to record it because it wasn't a folk song, it wasn't a rock song it was in a country song it was just a really good song love song yeah. it's so good so and she played the song long long time on acoustic guitar in 1970 in washington dc in front of a big anti-vietnam mm. war rally and it's been covered by harry belafonte 
Jerry Jeff Wacker and the late Mindy McCready, which we listened in the double route wide. That was what amazing. An amazing version. That yeah. was a really good version. So the song, long, long time, it's going to get that bump, but Linda's very happy about it. Yes, good. I lo- I'm White's glad family. about that. Yeah. Good. All right. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. Let's talk Furniture Manor. You know that's where we like to buy all of our furniture and accessories. And, you know, some of the trends that are happening in 2023, first of all, furniture, I don't think, should be trendy. You can trend it out with pillows and some accessories. Art, things like that, right? Yes, but something that, you know, people are kind of predicting is that people want more relaxing, comfortable, relaxed spaces and that... You can mix and match, and there's no real rules. Like, if you have the couch over here, you have to have two chairs there. Yeah, yeah, we have ditched all that, haven't we? Yeah, Yeah, just kind of figuring out what works with you. But lighting is important, so important. It can create such an atmosphere, I think, in a room. And also, accessories are so... There's so many delightful accessories that will surprise you and big pieces of artwork that Furniture Manor has that you're not going to find anywhere else in the Twin Cities. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So true. They have great pricing, great people. Go check out FurnitureManor.com for more information and directions. We're going because, you know, we just had too much to digest yesterday with everything going on. But we have to... We have to talk about the Giselle Bunchen School of Goodbye. <laughs> oh, so yesterday, when Queen. Tom Brady did his Instagram post about, you know, he was retiring on the anniversary wah, of his first wah, retirement. Wah, 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 wah. Cost his wife and his <laughs> life together. But, um, you know, she made a comment. And her comment was, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life with prayer and emojis. It's, it's the equivalent of... We wish you well. It's the equivalent of she flipped her hair. She doesn't care. Looking over her shoulder. It is the best shade. kind of shade. Yes, it really is. Because it's a slow burn. Yes. The person, Tom won't realize it's shade until someone finally tells him sometime You're next so week. You're so funny. You're so funny. No, that's the very definition of shade because uh, you don't have to fully even articulate the insult because the other imagine person, how she feels a year after a, I, yeah no this is the perfect year, kind of response oh i know we wish you well wishing you only one it it is so cordial and cold-blooded it's the it best. could be studied <laughs> it's shade and a half and yeah it's, it's it like is. you said flip your hair back do your thing bud it's, i'm living my dream life that i wanted all these years you go it's have so fun polite it's impersonal yes. which oh, makes it's the shade even shadier uh-huh. it's beautiful <laughs> yeah Bob, giselle well done anyway but okay think of what she's gone through i mean they were married and then he was retiring he, and, and then he, he changes his, his mind mistress, a month later his mistress football and then she's like screw it yeah and think of what he's thinking. I would still be married if I would have stuck with my thing. I would have been on top of the world. I, I would, would have had this embarrassing season. No. Oh, I mean, think of the difference if he would have just stuck to it. 
But maybe this was how he knew he was going to get out of his marriage. Yeah, maybe, and maybe he didn't want to be. Yeah, that. yeah, maybe he didn't even want. Maybe I, this. Yeah. Is, but I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess. I. I feel like he might end up regretting this. Oh, you know. He, he will. might be the one who regrets well, it. Well, I would think if I was him, it's a year later, and now I had a crappy year. Um, I, why did I do this? Yeah. I've lost everything. Yeah, I mean, she's going to do the Met Gala solo. Yeah. Going on her today, keep dating the jiu-jitsu guy and going yeah. on horseback rides in the jungle. Love it. Um, can I just say that the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, oh. the reunion part three, which I swear they just showed part one last week and called last night's episode part three. <laughs> I didn't even bother. The whole episode was about Jen Shaw and it was, it was maybe, it, it had to be for Andy, maybe the most painful reunion he's ever done. His face, I kept trying to take a picture of it so we could like, I could send it to you like Hollywood <laughs> speak this right, face. Right. But he made so many you know, because like Meredith, she just stuck in her heels. I will always view the most positive of people. I mean, like her whole position on Jen Shaw is so strange to me. Right. You know. Right. And basically, the allegation that uh, came out last night that oh, she did the plea deal to save Coach Shaw, and they asked all their friends for money. That's what is Heather that what Gay, is that what they said last night? That's what Heather Gay told us. Asked all the friends to give for a legal defense fund. And Lisa goes, well, I discussed it with one of my lawyers and he decided it would be a bad idea. So we didn't do it. Well, first of all, no. And rude. Yeah. And no. But how about that about Sharif? I don't know how he keeps his job. But maybe he was. But let me just tell you this, Julia. But no. And like I've done all these illegal things, but I would like everyone at my talk to start my GoFundMe page. You take some balls. She had huge ones for no reason. Can I give you the Bravo Uh calendar? Salt Lake City starts filming on the 13th of February. Beverly Hills starts on Valentine's Day. Jen Shaw checks into prison on the 17th. And Dubai starts filming on the 20th. So it's a real busy so so Salt Lake is world. Salt Lake needs to stop. No, they're going to start filming on the. Oh, they, that's how long if I ago was, this was filmed. Yeah, these they've people need to get a life back. They've got some new housewives in. Hopefully, they don't have Angie and Heather. And that eye was so dumb. She yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, Julia. All right. Anyway, so that was setting off shock waves. Um, Erica Girardi's husband was officially charged with embezzling. An embezzling indictment that he and the law firm definitely willingly. Girardi, Girardi and Girardi. Yeah, in Mm -hmm. case that they defrauded at least $15 million in just one civil action, maybe the Lion Air. Wow. And Erica Girardi was spotted coming out of the Burbank Town Center. And TMZ said, Erica, what do you have to say about your husband's indictment? You know I have something to say, but not right now. But you'll hear from me soon. Oh, we don't like her. The Hollywood speak on that is she doesn't know if she's going to be indicted or not. Yeah, there you go. I mean, she's maybe waiting to hear if she's how she's involved, because this was an indictment that I could see just on the law firm. Right. Lori, I have to go back to Beverly Hills. Yes. Who do you think they're still going to have Brandy after Brandy's um... ultimate girls trip? Mm-hmm. Um, she's having a, she's been talked to. 
that she cannot randomly... She's not allowed to drink on the set. She, well, I don't know. They won't say that, but she's not allowed to just French kiss people without their permission, pat anybody on the butt. Basically, uh, Brandy is lurching around like a 80-year-old man from yesteryears. <laughs> she really is a dirty old man in a young woman's body. But she's 50. Yeah, she's she so, should know better. But she really absolutely. is a dirty old man. She is. Oh, God, that's so funny, Lori. She's grabby. I noticed that at Dorinda's. She tried to kiss. Didn't she kiss Tamara? I think so. Yeah, I mean, she's. I am like, oh, guys, she's a dirty old man. I got to. And I remember thinking, I got to be careful of that. But I don't ever. I've never kissed. I'm not. I'm not. I've never Lori, done this that. Is, that isn't your thing. That isn't my thing. If we regret, if we go back to anything we used to do, mine, like in our 20s and 30s. I hope I don't moon people with my saggy old ass when I'm 80. That, <laughs> I hope you do. Because that, be, that would be the thing I use. I mean, we always mooned everybody. Yeah, I know. Always. My high school intramural football team was called the Mooners. No, and to be on God. the team, you we had mooned. to moon. And one time my girlfriend, Lisa, who hadn't mooned, and we weren't that excited that she was going to be on the team because of how she ran and stuff, and we thought she'd... Which could just be on the sidelines, but she had the moon, <laughs> and we're on, on a stoplight. The detail. Oh I know the, the stoplight on London Road, and she's she's firebush, you know, but she sticks her <laughs> she sticks her shiny white hiney right up next to the window, and I'm driving my dad's oh. GTO. He would be appalled to know that. Uh, anyway, it's my uncle, <gasps> but not my fun uncle. More my crabby uncle. Not the I serious care. one. Uh, let's just say that he looked at me and I looked at him and then he looked in the back seat and then he just put his eyes straight ahead. He never told my mom. <laughs> That's just hysterical. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't say, but I mean, he's the least. He was, I'm glad it wasn't my uncle, the teacher, the the, the fifth grade teacher. That that would have been hard to explain. So I think my other, my other mm-hmm. uncle was obviously cool about it. He never, mm-hmm. he never ratted it, me out. And it used to be the thing. And he still taught me how to parallel park because I was the worst. I hit so many things the first month of my license, Julia. I believe you, Lori. I think I had six accidents in mm-hmm. like four weeks. Mm. I know. <laughs> my grandma just said to me, oh, you just have so many in your lifetime. You've just gotten them all out of the way. <laughs> what a loving grandma thing to say. That's like how my magical thinking, thinking started, That's Julia. like so lovely. I know it. Grant, did you guys have anything you did like flashing or anything? Uh, I mean, I don't know if boys really... No, we weren't, no, we didn't do a lot of that. We We, were too close to that, uh, you know, like, we thought everything 50s was cool, and they they mooned in the 50s. I think we got that idea from the 50s. My mom and my auntie. Yeah, nothing like that. Nothing fun, nothing fun, yeah. Nothing fun. It was too strict, too Um, strict. Okay, Lenny Hoxstein, Lisa Hoxstein, a real housewife of Miami, told the court... Today that Lisa's alienating his kids because she always says to him when he wants to do something, your dad wants to take you to be with the woman you're leaving us for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shots fired. No kidding. The truth hurts. Yeah, I know. That's kind of tacky. And you know what? Why are you having your kids meet the new new girlfriend? Tacky on the ex, but also tacky on her. Yeah. Not, Not cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. right. It's not going to be an easy divorce. No, it isn't. We'll be back.